Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the third episode of the Play Without Fear podcast. Um, with you again is Brent, Mark, and Dan. Um, been a little bit of a break, so we're happy to get back and talk a little bit about uh, kind of what's been going on in the world lately and talking a little bit about community and, and legacy today with you. So um, once again, as always, we're sponsored by Buck Creek Distributing. Uh, Buck Creek is a full-service distributor for craft breweries and distillers. Um, you know, we've got everything you'd ever need all the way from your malts and your, your flake grains up to canning. So, you know, to make all your products and then to, to package them up for you. So, um, check us out at buckcreekdistributing.com and, and we can help you out. Um, so how are you guys doing today? Um, it's kind of an interesting time, you know, we're coming up next week is the midterm elections. Um, so that's kind of what's been dominating, I guess, the, the news cycle here lately. But, uh, but how are you guys? Doing good. Thanks, Brent. A uh, little bit of a rainy day out there, so it's a nice day to get together and do a podcast and talk about some of these topics. Yeah, big week for the country next week. Um, you know, we, we remain neutral, but, but anytime there's an election going on, right, it's going to have some sort of impact on our country. So exciting times. It'll be fun to follow the races and, and see what's going on. What about you, Dan? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be back. Um, yeah, with midterms coming up, you know, I got a couple of college age kids and it's interesting, you know, they, they're trying to figure out if their vote really counts, you know, does my vote count? Mm -hmm. And, but then they start questioning, well, why is this happening in our economy? And why, you know, why is gas higher? Why is this? Right. Well, your vote counts, right? Yep. You, you know, no matter what you, what way you go, your vote counts. So that, that really, yeah, that hits home with me actually, Dan. Um, I, when I met my wife, gosh, seven or eight years ago, uh, she was super not interested in politics. I've always been pretty interested in politics. Um, and I would say she was maybe kind of that way too. And, and I've been it really pushing her the last few years. You know, I don't even need to know who she votes for, but just that she votes and that she's aware of um kind of the topics of the day and why this is important and why if you feel strongly one way or another that you need to get out and that's it's just a really important um thing I feel as a citizen um it's a duty almost to me right. that you go out and you vote um and, and you take part in that so well we're a democracy right one of the things I always say is you, you can't really complain or criticize or bitch if you didn't vote, right? We all get that right to vote, so... I, be, I bet if, if if we couldn't vote, if we were told we couldn't vote, the people that would complain the most were the people that don't vote today, right? Right. <laughs> so get out there. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to get out and vote. And today, you know... These current events really focus a lot on our today's topics, right? We're going to talk about legacy, community, those types of things. And maybe not just on a micro level of legacy, of your own personal legacy, but, but our generation. Each generation really has a legacy. And, you know, some of it was bound by politics and dictated it, but, but some of it was just their current events that happened. If I look back to our grandparents, mm -hmm. that depression era, right? What's their legacy? Well, they were survivors, they were resilient, and they worked their asses off, right? They didn't have anything. That was an era that gets talked about a lot, but as we get further out, 
you know, younger people may not have grandparents that went through that or get to hear the stories. And then you have, you know, World War Two. What did you comment earlier when we were talking about World War II? Yeah, you know, I, uh, I, I always think about my grandpa. Uh, he's 95, still in Guttenberg, Iowa, living in his home. Um, but, you know, he's told the stories growing up in rural Guttenberg uh, with no running water, no, you know, indoor plumbing, none of that. Um, and then he went and fought in the Korean War and just such an impressive man and such a fighter. And um, I think about his generation a lot and just I have concerns um, right now thinking about legacy. You know, our our country right now is so divided um, and everything is so um, negative a lot of the time right now that I kind of worry about my current generation and, and definitely my kids' generation's my kids' generation, um, you know, what is what is our legacy on that macro level building up? You know, we need to work towards, and com- it goes with community too. You know, we think about community, maybe Little Soul in Iowa, but I'm, I'm really patriotic. I think of like America as a community. And, and right now, I, I just don't think we're, we're doing a great job um, with that. And I wish we could get back towards, you know, yeah, that the baby boomers that were just such an impressive I mean they always say the greatest generation so yeah I mean what do you think Dan yeah well you know my dad fought in World War II um was over in the Pacific Rim over in Japan and he you know one and he didn't talk about it much um he passed three years ago was 97 but but he you know he talked about um when when he said there's they're out on the on the uh boat coming back and he said you could see the Golden Gate Bridge and everybody was out on deck cheering. But he said when we got closer to that bridge, he said, and it kind of gives me goosebumps, he said you could have heard a pin drop. He said everybody was just thankful to be back in our country, you know, yeah. and uh, and and know what they fought for and know what they did. But, yeah, it is. You know, you worry about your kids. You do. That's I think that's human nature. And and uh, But, yeah, seeing, you know, my dad started farming with horses. That's what he got for a wedding gift, a team of horses, you know, lived through the Depression I mean, when, when my parents would eat chicken, I mean, there was nothing but maybe a little bone left. There was nothing wasted, yeah. you know. And But, but yeah, you do. You worry about, you know, if, if you've ever gone through life and haven't had a want or a need, you know, you know, it, it, it's different. It's it's truly different. And uh, I don't think the the people that live on our earth today, you know, it's hard to tell, you know, especially in America, the percentage that have had to go through something really, really bad like that and tough and I mean, we haven't seen it. We might see it coming forward here, but, uh, but yeah, and it is, it's, it's, uh, you get around those war veterans and I wasn't one. Um, but yeah, there's, there's some, uh, a different mentality with them. They, they know what they fought for. Well, let's talk a little bit about legacy, you know, Mark, I think, and more on a micro level potentially, but Mark, I know you talk a lot about legacy and, and how it's important to you, um, Maybe do you want to talk a little bit about, you know, why that's important to you and kind of what you think about legacy and why, I know I have my thoughts on it, but why people should strive to leave a positive legacy because I think it gives you something to work for and something to grind towards. Right. I I think legacy is something that evolves, right? I, I think what you, well, one, in your 20s, you're not thinking about legacy. <laughs> you're thinking about survival, right? You're, you're probably in a new marriage. You probably have a new home, a new career, right? You're not really thinking about it. And really probably even in your 30s. 
it's kind of when you've achieved these things we've talked about in the last couple podcasts, you know, where you've achieved freedom because you're doing what you want in your life, that you start to think about what's next. And I think everyone gets to a point, we are such a money-driven society. And, you know, like we said, obviously you need money, right? You need water and oxygen and money and We've talked about that in the past, but there comes a point where you realize it's not the end all, right? Once you've achieved where you can pay your bills, then you probably start thinking about legacy a little more. And that probably hits for most people in their late 40s, 50s, right? Um, As you have kids, if you have kids, uh, you know, how do you want to be remembered? And a couple podcasts ago, do you remember me telling you, Brent, how they'll never stand around your casket and talk about how thick your wallet was? That's true. Have you been to one of those funerals? I have not. You know, it's it's so spot on. People work and work and work for money, money, money. And at the end of the day, like you said, that nobody cares how rich you were. I I remember you talking about the story, uh, you know, like going to Las Vegas with your buddies um, for your 50th birthday party. Um, and maybe you guys burned through some money there, but it was because you wanted the stories. It, it was know, the memories. Know? Yeah. When you're in your casket and maybe your buddy that was with you there is like, remember when Mark and I tore up that club in Las Vegas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That- well, it's funny. I was with a, a gentleman I've done a lot of business with yesterday uh, at this indoor golf facility. And I hadn't seen him in, in a little while. And he brought up a memory of a golf outing we did together 18 years ago, probably. And it was the greatest time, but he and I share that memory forever. And that's, those are kind of legacy things, um, probably on a real micro level. From a professional level, you know, what do you want your legacy to be? And that And that's a tough one. That's a different for everyone. I think for me... My most important thing is my family, my kids, right? And have them look back, and if they're successful, how do they get successful? Well, they watch mom and dad, you know, go to work every day. They, you know, they they knew we went to church. We did those things, right? And every family's going to be different. Um, and that's kind of what legacy is to me. You know, how did you make the world a better place? How did you make your community a better place? Well, and I think if you have kids, um, you know, a, a big part of my legacy, I think, is, you know, what kind of a dad am I? What kind of a parent am I? Because you're ultimately, you're raising these humans, you know, like your kids are a huge part of your legacy. Um, they and, are your yeah, legacy. And, yeah, I mean, you really, know, in reality, they're your legacy. Making them good human beings. Um, so, you know, it starts at yeah. home for me. And then, yeah, professionally... Um, you know, I've talked in the last couple podcasts about my professional change and how I'm with, um, you know, Buck Creek now. Um, I've, I never thought about professional legacy really before this move. And then since I've, um, been learning from Mark and Dan, you know, guys that have been cutting their teeth for a lot longer than me, it started to really make me think about, okay, how can I build something awesome professionally that people can look back and be like wow you know he really did do something he was part of this great company and they built it into whatever and 
um, you know, maybe getting into real estate, etc. So yeah, I've really started to open up my eyes because of you guys and just learning different things that I had never done before. Right. So. Yeah, the legacy, I think you hit the nail on the head, though. I mean, it's it's your children, right? And that that's what carries on, and then their children. So everybody's going to have a different opinion, but I would say most would say your children, right? That's your legacy, how, how they're raised, how happy they are in life and their successes and what they bring to the world. From a community perspective, I remember moving to Solon. It's been 18, 19 years ago, pushing 20 years ago. And this was a really small community. And I, had a, I ran into another guy the other day that I grew up with that doesn't live in Solon. <laughs> he said, remember the day I took the picture of your office building and sent it to you and said, only Mark Pattison would build this building in Solon, Iowa. <laughs> and that's kind of my legacy. And I know, I mean, I'd like to think, I don't know what my legacy is. I know, I know one of them is that I've been ballsy, right? I've had guts and done things, you know, but hopefully it's bettered my community um, and everything in your legacy is not going to be perfect, right? Uh, if you have some success, people aren't always going to look at that in a positive manner. But my biggest thing on the professional side is to be successful, but to never step on people, mm-hmm. other people achieving your success. So it's sharing it with other people. It's valuing the people around you equally and respecting them. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And that goes in with community. Um, You know, to me, having community support um, is really important. And, you know, you talk a lot about, and you probably heard the phrase, you know, filling up your bucket and trying to um, surround yourself with people that fill your bucket and they don't empty up your bucket. Um, And that's something that I've I've been being a lot more cognizant about probably in the last year or two, um, is not, is trying to hang around people less that, um, just have a negative energy or don't, you know, they're not necessarily filling my bucket and they're not in my little community, you know, are they helping me, um, better myself or, you know, is it a, or is it just a one way street, you know, some friendships, you know, is everything, uh, one sided or is it actually a two way friendship? So, um, yeah, I've been really cognizant more about who I surround myself with. Um, and are they somebody that I want to spend my time with? Are, are they a positive person? Do they align the same values as I have? I don't know. What do you guys kind of think about that? Yeah, I agree. Uh, we'll get Dan's input here in a second, but I think you just brought up a point for more of a micro personality legacy Mine would be optimistic. <laughs> I've got this story, a really good friend of mine. We do some hunting together and we golf together for years. Great guy, right? Probably never the best golfer, but he enjoyed golfing. And we'd play together and he'd get so pissed at me because after every shot, I mean, and usually they were bad. I'd be like, dude, that's a, that's a pretty good shot. That's, that's a nice shot. Or, hey, you advanced the ball at least. And finally one day he just snaps. He's like, would you quit being so freaking positive all the time? And I said, it's just easier for me. It's easier. I like to pump people up, 
right? I don't want to tear him down. I want to pump him up. And maybe sometimes it's over the top, right? And yeah. and it, he got to a point where he's like, I'm playing really bad, but if I feed into his negativity, right, it's never going to get better. It doesn't really make it fun. So I think on a micro level, a legacy of being an optimist, yeah, I think about people who every time I see them, they smile at me, right? I, But those are little legacy things, right? I've thought about... I lost a high school classmate years ago in a tractor accident. My best memory of him is the little shit smiled every time you saw him. He would shake your hand and it'd be a big old grin on his face. That's what I remember. That was his legacy, right? Mm-hmm. He was always happy. What What do you think, Dan, about this whole legacy? Yeah, and, and how it ties into the community. You know, I, I grew up in a small town like you guys did. And I think back of the people that, you know, the, that I guess the leaders of the community, you know, the, the people that, that even if it was the little things, you know, organizing charity golf outings, organizing, you know, the parade for hobo days, you know, organize. And I always thought, God, why, why do they always, why is it yeah. always that person? It's because that person wanted to help, wanted to make the area better, wanted to make the community better. And whether, you know, I was on teenager and I was like you know I'm not participating in that and now you look at those things those are the important things kids lined up on the side of the street you know and and I still see you know the next generation the people that still live up there their kids are doing it now you know I see them there you know they're 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 organizing events and you know you see it on social media and and that's what's pretty cool you think back now and you're like you know those guys cared and and that's what I remember him about he may have been my math teacher but you know what he was in rotary he was in you know, he's in those things and he did it to make a difference. Um, you know, and part of it is the social part. You know, you do it because you want to hang out with your buddies and, and you want to, you know, you, you, you want to do stuff. But yeah. uh, but today, when we're so busy with everything, you know, you don't probably search out those things as much. So the people doing it today are pretty special, I think. Really special. Yeah. I look at these smaller towns, for example, that have economic development committees. That's just local business guys, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we get tons of people walking our office door for years, and we could be in the middle of a startup company where we have no cash, right? But we still give to every damn baseball team. We give to every – because there's only so many of us businesses to support the stuff to have the co- you know community continue to grow. That's legacy. And we're in a really special place here in Solon, Iowa, where the community, when I came here, I mean – I'm not I'm not gonna offend anyone and say it was dumpy when I got here because it was it was a great community but we just didn't we didn't have a downtown we didn't have any commercial our schools were pretty old at the time and now fast forward 18 years we got a beautiful downtown district that's vibrant we've got schools that are beautiful that all took community everyone coming together I always say sometimes you got to give. Till it hurts, right? And our fire department, you know, some of us gave for the new fire station. Well, these guys are volunteers. They go work their asses off. They they protect us, right? Somebody's got to support them, right? Mm-hmm. And it's that's where community, community and legacy kind of come together, right? And no matter how much success you have, I, I think one of the important things is to stay grounded, within your community, it's being able to walk in the local local pub, right, and sit down to the average Joe or anybody and have a conversation and know things about them and have them know things about you. 
and I've always prided myself in that, right? Just just really staying connected to your community and the people in it because they're all great people and you need everyone, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's no one person better than the other. Um, but going back to what you're saying, Dan, about the people running all the events in your community, yeah. I'm, I'm full of one-liners. People probably get sick of them, but, but I still say them anyway. I was taught back in the day with some of these hard-nosed... Remember when I gave you the Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross yes. story? They gave me another one. They looked at me one day, and they said, don't watch the parade, be the parade. Right? Well, somebody's got to start the parade. Yeah. You ever think about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Beef Days Parade. I was just thinking of Beef Days. big. Somebody coordinates that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't just happen. Yeah. Yep. And if you saw behind the scenes for... Take Beef Days. I think... I don't know what they raised, but I think they probably gave away 50, 60K to, to stuff in town this year. Had a record. Well, the behind-the-scenes committee, they meet once a month all year. And it's a big group. It's probably 30 people. And they work their butts off to make that a successful thing. Well, we have a beautiful weight room at the school because of beef days. We, I mean, we have all these things that's really the epitome of community. But also those same people, while they may not be building big commercial buildings or housing developments or anything, their legacy is they gave their time to make that successful. And I can think about the some of the people that have passed that I've you know, been associated with, whether it's church, the community, who gave it all. Yeah. And that's their legacy. And that's yeah. that's a great legacy. And that's a much more important and impressive legacy to me than, yeah, oh, this guy was a millionaire or whatever. Like I would way rather be remembered as, oh yeah, he was the he was the guy that planned beef days for forty years. Yeah. I and mean, that's not me, but something like that, you know, or he did something so outstanding that really helped a lot of people. Um, if money came from that, I mean I'm not gonna turn it down. But yeah, I don't care as much about being remembered for being super rich right. or anything like that. So yeah, legacy and community are just, they really do intertwine with one another and they're really important. And that's why I'm such a, I'm a huge supporter of small towns. You know, when we were building our home, we were kind of looking at lots in different areas around here. And uh, my wife grew up in Dubuque, a bigger city, went to a really big high school. I went to a really small high school. Um, I was very adamant. How small? Gotten, I graduated with about 70 kids. And now... Um, they're only graduating somewhere in Did the Did you go 30s. to like the regular classes? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> but, I heard they had to run two short buses at Gunnberg. That's just what I heard. My bus was really long. I was on the longest bus. But, uh... Yeah, I lost my train of thought now. Oh, no, I was just very adamant that we live in a small town um, because I do feel like small towns have that sense of community and um, it's just really easy to get involved and really easy to uh, build rapport with people and make friendships, et cetera. Right. So So what the hell is our moral of all this for us? I mean, we're we're talking about all this. What what do we mean? I mean, what why are we talking about it? I, you know, personally, I feel like 
as I've joined, become an entrepreneur in Buck Creek and really started to think about legacy, uh, it, it gives me something to work towards. I think it's important, you know, beyond money to have something that you find important and you're kind of, you're working towards. So like building my personal legacy is really important to me now. So I want to work hard. I want to do a good job. I want to, you know, Mark, you're always coming up with these really great ideas and then you pitch them to me sometimes now. And uh, it's got my brain working a lot now that thinking about things I never would have thought before. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I think it's important to have that and kind of think on that macro level and think, you know, what, it's not just about today, what am I going to do today and tomorrow? It's like, what am I working towards in the next, having that growth mindset, you know, what do I want to be in five years, 10 years, um, whatever. And then, yeah, community, I, I'm such an extroverted person that um, you don't have to be an extrovert though to to realize how important community is and to be involved. And it goes back to talking about voting. You know, that's a, ma a macro thing. Well, for like presidential elections, but even voting in your local city council stuff, school board stuff, you know, those are the most important elections of all. Those are the ones that are going to really um, change your day-to-day. -day, so You know, and yeah. all the people volunteering, I mean, there's risk in all of it. It might be the smallest thing that you're volunteering to do or, or, or agreeing to head up. But 50% of the people out there are going to think you did a lousy job or don't agree with how you did it or whatever. So there's risk in all of it. But it's but that's, you know, when people stand above my casket, I want them to think, you know, that's the guy that showed up. You know, yeah. I know he probably didn't like to help move me again, but that's the dude that showed up when we called. Right. I, I, I think that's that's right. the way it looks. And it might not be a, a zillion-dollar deal, but it was it was deals that were important when people are in need. So all these people that are volunteering for these these deals, I mean, it's it's hats off, you know. It's that's what makes communities go and grow, and and that's the legacies you leave. Yeah, I you hit a very valid point there. About a week ago, <clears throat> I was I had this buddy who he knew these this group that was going to do some grilling. And uh, we need a grill. <laughs> and I'm driving across the county to fill the damn gas tanks after they were done with it. Don't I don't know these people. I don't anything. But you know what? As I was driving, as I started to get pissed off, I'm like, you know what? These kids went out. They probably raised money for a charity. They're good people. They're hard workers. You know, it doesn't always have to be seen. Yep. Right, it doesn't always have to be publicized how you're helping. the The big man up top, he sees it, right? He sees it, and so there's the little things Dan talked about that really end up big things. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, all these little things add up to your legacy, right? And it's not always going to be perfect for everybody, right? I think the secret Dan said there's risk, right? in volunteering for things sticking your neck out i've been the king of that i've been the king of criticism right i've been i i'm not stupid to know they don't do it to my face but i guarantee you if you were to walk in a local bar on some of the shit i've done that i'm the talk right and i get that and once you're comfortable with that you can then just keep going your path that's your legacy because sooner or later and I, I'd like to think I'm over the hump of this, 
but after the first few things you do and then they see you're successful, well, then it flips. Then it puts this whole new pressure of legacy on you that everything he touches is gold or everything, right? Mm -hmm. It's not true, but that's just how your legacy is built, right? And sometimes it's built without anything you did. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really hard to say, right? Yeah, and... um you know, I think about one friend of mine in particular, we're talking about legacy. It doesn't have to be anything macro, but like when when I'm standing over his casket, if he passes away first, you know, he is, his legacy is being the nicest human being I've ever met. And if you ever need anything from him, he is there at your house in one minute to help you. It doesn't yeah. matter how big or small it is. He would do anything to help you at the drop of a hat yeah. and that's his legacy um and that's a really freaking you can't cool, beat that legacy that is the you ultimate can't beat legacy. that legacy um there isn't anybody that i know that says a bad word about him and that's a hell of a legacy so i may have been involved in that grill discussion <laughs> <laughs> but i had a guy call me right i had a guy right. call me and I was like, I know somebody who probably knows somebody who's got a grill. But I did. I had a guy call me the other day. Well, I called and asked a favor of a guy the other day, and he was like, "Hey, could you could you have Mark do it? Could you call Mark and see if Mark would do it?" And I said, "No, no," because I just asked Mark if he had a grill. I'll figure this out. I don't need Mark to make a call to make a call. <laughs> but but that also, I mean, pushing back on somebody too can help them be a better person, you know, like our kids. Yeah. I put our kids in unco uncomfortable situations sometimes. Right. And, and and now I've watched, you know, a couple of our kids, you know, my my wife strongly encourages them to volunteer for stuff, you know, and, and it's like in the church. Mm. Hey, go, go, because she was a DRE at one point and you got to go find these volunteer instructors, teachers for religious ed. Who wants to do that? I mean, that's just, that's a tough thing to go find those people. So she's telling our kids, go do that. Right. Go volunteer so they don't have to come ask you to do it. And now they like doing it. So it's kind of, it's right. kind of a cool thing. So that's yeah. what you want to pass down, right. you know, no matter what it is. But so you got to send, I think, you know, because now I look at how can we, how can we get our kids and, the, and our grandkids to take pride in what they do and to do those things? Somebody will always step up and do it. I truly think that. Um, but if it's but, the same yeah, you, one or two people yeah. every time. Yeah, you see that. Mm -hmm. So spread the love probably, a little bit, right? Probably a little worse in today's world, right? We're pretty self-consumed. Yeah. We're individualist. Everything's individualistic, right? I was thinking about watching a concert not too long ago, and... The people there just weren't in the moment. They had their phones in front of them, TikToking or whatever you do. I don't know that they even enjoyed any of the of the concert. And so point being is things have become so individual, we gotta get back to community. And if you let what I've always tried to do is take a little bit from each person within the community that I can kind of mimic to be better. And I've had friends, you mentioned your friend. Who's job? We, if you're lucky enough in life, everybody's got those some of those friends, and and you notice it right away, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes you got to be more cognizant of it. I think in your twenties, thirties, as I mentioned, you get 
caught up in career and life and but you got to reel it back in to realize what's important you know, I had a buddy over last night for beers to watch some football, and we were literally talking about this same type of thing about, you know, he's about my age, mid-30s, about, you know, how when we grew up, um, you know, you were just out on your bikes and you were playing, and just how basically social media and um, the community feeling is so much less now because everything's on your phone, everything's on your iPad, and you don't have to go out and actually see people. And, you know, everybody's posting their perfect little lives on social media all the time when that's just all superficial BS, a lot of it. And um, sometimes I really do kind of pine for the, you know, and I think most generations are like this. Oh, well, when I was a kid, it was better, blah, blah, blah. But I really do remember the 90s before the Internet. And uh, sometimes I'm like, it was better back then. You know, going on. Well, because sure you had you... you had one society. Today, you got two. You got the fake social media society yep. where everybody views you on social media, and and you bring up a great point. There's an attempt in our world for people to change their legacy and who they are via social media. So there's the real life, and there's a the social media life, and and those are two completely different things. Right. Mm -hmm. I love social media for knowing when people's birthdays are yeah. and seeing somebody from high school you've never seen. I think that was the original intent of social media. But today it's an avenue to create a life I don't really have. Right. Yeah, I, and I get what you're saying. And I, you know, I know of multiple examples of, uh, yeah, you'll see these. People post things on social media all the time about how great things are, blah, blah, blah. And then you just, you know that isn't true. And it's, and people are always competing on there and trying to one-up right. each other with with posts. And it leads to depression in people. And yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if serial posters. If, you're, if you see a serial Facebook poster, <coughs> right, something's missing. Yeah. Something's missing in their life. Um, again, those social media avenues, they're great for certain things, but I think the turn it's taken and, and I bring it in to tie it with legacy because I think sometimes those folks are fighting, don't really know what their legacy is. Right. And they want to create one that's more of a facade, right? It's, it's not really how things are going. It's just a facade. And that gives them that temporary, okay feeling, but what sucks about that, it's kind of like people you say that buy shit, just, you know, it fills the hole for about 10 seconds, mm -hmm. right? And they, they like buying stuff. And, but it's just temporary. I mean, it's temporary relief. It's, it's like Dan, when you drink alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Dan smiles a lot more when he drinks. By there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Tying this all back to it, where where have we come on these podcasts so far? We started with confidence. Yep, being your unique and authentic self. Um, and, you know, we're really talking about the overarching theme, I think, so far is, is, is being yourself and kind of the title of the podcast, you know, playing without fear. Um, but all these topics so far have kind of intertwined with one another. That's at least what we're shooting for. Um to, to just make you that all-around, more equipped individual to do what makes you happy. Um, so I think maybe next time we're going to talk a little bit about 
um, mental resilience and how to build that up. Um, and we might have a special guest or two coming up down the line as well to talk a little bit about um, their journey um, to kind of where they're at right now. Um, so that might be fun for you all. But yeah, I, hopefully, I, I feel like these first three podcasts um, have somewhat been an introduction to kind of us and and topics that we think are important. And we're not trying to push our views yeah. on anybody, but just kind of what we feel are are important things. Yeah, and when we talk about legacy, I think it's important to remember that we're all about two generations from being forgotten, right? Yeah. And legacy is really important when raising your children and these things. But also, don't let legacy slow you down from freedom, right? The things we've talked about, about being a free individual, being your own unique, authentic self, don't let legacy get in the way of that. Meaning, everybody thinks I should be this, so I'm going to do this. Don't do that. Create your own legacy be you be the true you not the not the social media facade you but the real you that will be your legacy and and be happy so i look forward to the upcoming episodes thanks dan brent for being on today any conclusions yeah i got extra tickets to the iowa state game tomorrow you guys want to go with me i would i'll take a pass I'd rather so, do a lot of different things. So one quick question. So is it because we have a bad team or the weather's going to be bad? Why I can't get anyone to go with me? I will actually be up in Decorah at the uh, Iowa Beer Conference this weekend. Awesome. Um, so that's what my excuse would be to not go. Okay. But I'm not going to lie. I try to be honest. I, there's no way you could get me to Ames. I don't care if it's 70 and sunny. I wouldn't be there. Yeah. We're grilling pork. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've actually got an appointment to get needles shoved in the bottom of my feet. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe next time we'll talk, we'll, we'll catch up on current events of Hawkeye and Cyclone football and see if our offenses have, uh, have improved at all from over the course. And we'll probably know who won the world series. Yes. Yeah. Which is a battle. So with that being said, everybody have a great day and talk soon. See you later. Yeah.